Hi, this is Derek from Atlanta. Unlike Bob, I am a former law enforcement officer, but I still enjoy listening to a practical show by a practical guy. You're listening to the Handgun World Podcast. Hi folks, Bob Main here with another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. A practical show done by a practical guy, and that is me. This is episode number 517, and it's being released on Sunday, August 2nd, 2020. So I want to talk about buying more ammo in this episode. Ammo is a real problem these days. What I mean by that, it's very scarce and very expensive. Probably more scarce and more expensive than it has been probably in ever, probably in the history, I would say. If I was going to bet on it, I'd probably say it's never been more scarce and never been more expensive than right now. Uh, Everybody is very much afraid these days. And between COVID-19 and the violence that's going on right now in our country, people are buying guns and they are buying ammo, but they're really buying ammo. You know, if you think about it, there are a lot of new gun owners out there, and I'm going to talk to you new gun owners out there in just a minute. But if you think about it, people might buy a gun for the first time. But then after they buy the gun, they got to buy ammo. And they may just buy one gun, but they might buy five or six boxes of ammo uh, with their initial purchase. Depending on what they can afford, they might buy 400 or 500 rounds. So there's a lot more demand, it seems like, for ammunition than there is for guns. And your guns aren't much good for anything if you don't have ammunition to shoot through them. Now, there's a couple of primary ways that you can get ammunition, and I want to talk about that in this episode. Remember, this show is sponsored by Concealment Solutions. Please take care of my sponsor, folks. Uh, it's They're the only sponsor that I've got. Everything else is listener-supported, and I really need some listener support as well. Uh, that's how this show thrives. That's how it survives, and uh, and I really need that from you guys. But if you're in the market from a holst- for a holster, uh, check out ConcealmentSolutions.com. ConcealmentSolutions.com for any kind of holster you want for almost any kind of gun. You can't go wrong, and you get a 10% discount. Just by using the coupon code HANDGUNWORLD. Make that all one word, HANDGUNWORLD. And I'll put links in the show notes as well if you uh, are in a position where maybe you don't remember what I'm saying or you can't make a note of it. Just go to HANDGUNWORLD.com. Find find the, uh, the show notes for episode 517 and the links will be in there. Okay, buying ammo. Or uh, or reloading ammo. Let's talk about the first one. Let's talk about buying ammunition. Just because of the scarcity and the high price, I would not discourage you from buying ammo right now. You're, you're going to need to get stocked up. I mean, most of you know I have a survivalist mindset. And so I believe in being stocked up. So pretty much for me, if I'm below a couple thousand rounds of 9mm, which is my primary handgun caliber and if I'm below a thousand rounds of 223 which is my primary rifle caliber then to me that's low that's low I, and, and I'm talking about practice ammunition 
Now, I need to have probably at least probably 400 rounds of hollow points of, uh, some people call it duty ammo, I call it concealed carry ammo, and I need to have some good defensive rounds for my uh, AR. I've got a lot of those, I'm not going to say how many exactly, but I'm fairly well stocked on defensive ammo, but I need to get some more of that. Take advantage of whatever you can buy right now. Even if you have to shrink the amount that you buy at one time. If you're used to buying a thousand rounds at a time and you can only afford 250 because of the prices, get the 250. I recently ordered a whole bunch of ammo uh, online. Uh, Natchez Shooter Supply is where I found it. And no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Natchez. It was Freedom Munitions. Freedom Munitions out of Houston, Texas. And they had some Tula ammo, the steel case, the cheap Russian stuff. I don't care. I bought a bunch of that. It's practice ammo. That's strictly all it is, is practice ammo. And uh, I use Glocks and M&Ps mostly. They have no problem shooting and eating up the steel case stuff. So if you need to get that, get that. Most of you know I I have an everyday guy approach to this kind of stuff because that's who I am. I, I'm not ex-military, I'm not ex-law enforcement, I'm not a gunsmith or a, or a custom gun maker or anything like that. I'm just a regular dude. I do some firearms training on the side occasionally, which I'll talk about a little bit later in this episode, but you know, for many years, I've been doing this podcast over 11 years, and I just take the everyday guy approach because that's who I am, is a regular guy. So I look at this and I say, okay, well, we're... As a, as, a, as a regular dude, where can I get the best prices? And what can I do out there to increase my ammo supply? So I buy up whatever I can buy up. Fortunately, I bought a lot before the big panic. But I sure wish I would have bought more. Man, I wish I would have bought five or six cases. just Even just a year ago when it was dirt cheap out there. And I'm talking about 9mm and probably another case of 223. Oh man, I just wish I would have. So, when ammo goes back down into a reasonable price, you can rest assured I'm going to be budgeting that into my monthly budget that my family and I set up every month because that is how we live. We live by a monthly budget and that seems to work out the best for us because financial security is just as important as self-defense security in my opinion. You're probably going to need money before you have to shoot somebody. So think about that. And I wanted to put out an announcement. I'm bringing back today's survival show. Many of you used to listen to me. That's how you first got started listening to me on today's survival show with some common sense survivalism, helping you do what you can with what you have wherever you are. I'll probably get my first episode put out, my first comeback episode, Uh, in a couple of weeks from now, and also I'm setting up a a YouTube channel for today's survival show, which I did not have before, so I'm bringing that back. It's going to be very family-oriented. I think think family is so important, and that's going to be the primary focus of today's survival show. Comeback is going to be family-oriented. It's going to feature members of my family. We're going to talk about some things that we've been doing And you know me, I'm going to take a common sense, no tinfoil hat 
approach to modern survivalism and so be looking for that if some of you have been subscribed to today's survival show in the past you can find that at today's survival.com on iTunes at today's survival just search it I got some new logos coming some new things but look for that in about two weeks I'll be getting that going again and I'm looking forward to it took about three years off on that podcast but now I decided to bring it back so getting back to ammo, I like to buy my ammo online. I don't really care to buy it at gun shows much. And of course, now there really aren't hardly any gun shows. I mean, it's, I, I can't seem to find too many. And probably right now with the COVID-19 situation, I might not even want to go to a gun show right now anyway in person. So online seems to be the way to go. A lot of people buy them at local gun stores and pawn shops. Uh, that's fine. You know, last week I had John Payne. On, he was talking about the Glock 44, and John is the owner of Ray's Pawn Shop in Bridge City, Texas, which is relatively close to Orange, Texas, uh, about like an hour and a half uh, east of Houston. And, you know, he, he sells a lot of ammunition out of his pawn shop, and some pawn shops stock a lot of ammo, some don't. Of course, your gun stores, uh, you're probably going to end up be paying more for it uh, at stores but you know what the availability might be there so think about that they may have it more readily available it seems like the online sources uh, don't have much but I was able to find some Tula ammo at Freedom Freedom Munitions and uh, I think I'm gonna make a purchase every month regardless of the supply regardless of the price I'm going to make a purchase every month, even if it's small, even if it's a couple hundred rounds every month, because right, right now that's about all that I can afford. Uh, then again, unless unless we get a lot more people signing up for the Shooters Club or signing up for our training class that Ben Branham and I are doing, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later. <laughs> the more you guys do that, um, I need a secondary income anyway right now, so I'm trying to rev up my secondary income sources back up to what they used to be. So if you choose to support me, if you get some good benefit from this show and you want to support me, well, then I can get more ammo or I can at least keep doing these shows for you because, as I mentioned, I don't have sponsors writing big checks to me. Now, I think that's actually an advantage. It's an advantage for you because I can pretty much say anything I want on this show. Uh, I'm not beholden to my sponsors. I even talk about other other holsters on this show. And even though Jason Christensen from Concealment Solutions is a sponsor, he's a holster maker, I, I still have the freedom. That's one of the reasons why I like my business relationship with Jason. I have the freedom to talk about something else that I think is good. Independence has always been my my thinking, my line of thinking. So I don't want to be beholden two sponsors so that's why I like to try to keep this a listener supported show generous people like you you support this um, another way to acquire your ammunition obviously is to reload it I don't do that I'm not going to talk much about that but a lot of people are still reloading pretty economically today and uh, you know that's something that if you have the ability the time and, uh, and the knowledge to reload, that's terrific. Uh, I think reloading is going to make a huge comeback uh, because of the, the situation that's going on right now with ammunition. I'm only averaging about 400 to 500 rounds a month when I go shoot. 
not even that, probably about 400 rounds a month. That's probably what I'm averaging right now. So I can still afford to buy it. Now, if I was shooting 2,000 rounds a month, no way. There's no way I could afford to buy it. I would have to get into reloading at that point. But at 400 rounds a month or less, I can afford to purchase it. Now, let's talk about some some things that you need to know about where and when to buy uh, ammo. First of all, there's some very restrictive states, unfortunately, in the United States. Now, here where I live in Texas, in the great gun-friendly state of Texas, there's not very many restrictions on buying ammunition, except that you got to be 21 years of age and uh, and send them valid ID. In fact, the last place, the last couple places that that I uh, bought ammunition, uh, I've purchased from them before, and so uh, I don't even believe that if I can if I can recall correctly, they didn't even ask me for um, any any ID. But the people who cannot buy or legally own ammunition, fugitives from justice, most of the time people under the age of 21, people who are addicted to narcotics or controlled substances. Uh, military vets who were dishonorably just discharged, people who have been convicted of uh, domestic violence, people illegally in the United States, people subject to restraining orders, felons, and individuals who have renounced their U.S. citizenship. Pretty much the people who are prohibited from buying a gun, you're pretty much um, prohibited from buying ammunition. Who can buy and be in possession of ammunition? Now, this is U.S. Federal Code, 18 U.S. Code, Section 922. Individuals over the 18, over 18 years of age can buy rifle and shotgun inf- ammunition, and 18-year-olds cannot purchase handgun ammunition, but they can possess it. Individuals over the age of 21 can buy handgun, rifle, or shotgun ammunition. Okay, I want to talk specifically about some states out there. Uh, California has some of the strictest gun laws in the country and also ammunition purchase laws. Background checks are required on all ammo purchases. I'm telling you what, it sure makes me happy to live in gun-friendly states like Texas. Uh, And some of you who live in other gun-friendly states... uh, I, I tend to take things for granted and take the rights and the freedom for granted that I have here in this state, in the United States, because um, a background check for ammunition purchases, give me a break. Uh, that's, I, that's ridiculous. Would you agree with me on that? I, uh, that's just unbelievable. But anyway, there it is. Um, at the present, there seems to be kind of a tug of war in California between California and the federal government regarding California's background checks on on ammo. Um, If you live in California, it's probably best to purchase locally uh, until the courts kind of figure things out and figure out exactly what the laws are going to be. To my good friends in California, if you have any more insight on this, please please send me an email or call in a voicemail. I have a a listener voicemail that I'm going to be talking about here in just a, a few minutes when I get done talking about ammunition. In Connecticut, you have to have a driver's license, passport or government-issued ID, along with one of the following, a pistol permit, eligibility certificate for a pistol, long gun eligibility certificate, or ammunition certification. 
And you have to be 21 to purchase ammo, and ammo purchased online can be sent directly to your residence. Now, I, I believe in California, ammunition purchased um, online has to be sent to a uh, an FFL, I believe, or a licensed dealer. Uh, and there are a lot of places online that won't even ship to California anymore. They won't even ship ammunition to California. Uh, Illinois requires a FOID card, Firearms Owner's Identification Card. You have to be 21, of course. To purchase ammunition online, you'll need to supply the vendor with a government-issued ID or your FOID card. Massachusetts requires a firearms license. If you buy ammo online, uh, it has to go to a dealer who's going to check your license before giving you the ammo. New Jersey, forget about it. <laughs> I mean, just, uh, you know what, if you live in New Jersey, move, okay? Uh, it's, uh, un- it's unbelievable, New Jersey, about ammunition and uh, and firearms. From what I understand in New Jersey, every time you buy a gun, you have to get a permit from that gun, or for that gun. Ammo can be purchased online and shipped directly to your house. It's easier if you're buying like 223556 308 9mm, something like that, um, or even shotgun ammo 12 or 20 gauge. But if you buy something else, uh, and actually I think I made a mistake. If you're buying the long gun stuff, it's a little easier in New Jersey. But if you're buying handgun ammo, you have to provide either your firearms purchase identification card, handgun permit, or permit to purchase a handgun before all the vendors will ship. Same goes for in-purchase, um, in-person purchases, and in New Jersey and in New York. Good luck transporting your guns and your ammo. Uh, you know, maybe in upstate New York it's not quite so bad. I don't know, but New Jersey is just. Um, Unbelievable. Washington, D.C. also limits ammo purchases to people who already own a gun, which is registered. Oh boy, registration. And you're limited to buying ammo only for the firearms you have on file with the government. Ammunition can be only purchased in person from a licensed dealer. So, you see what I mean? Um, The poor people that live in California, Connecticut, Illinois, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, and Washington, D.C. Oh, man, I tell you. uh, Like I said, this is why we need to stay active. This is why you need to pay attention on November 3rd when you go to vote. You You need to look at everybody's policy and... You know, the old saying, Tip O'Neill said many, many, many years ago, I didn't agree with Tip O'Neill on hardly anything. He used to be the Democratic Speaker of the House. One thing I did agree with him is when he always said that all politics are local, because they are. And they just are. You know, here in the United States, we don't really have a national presidential election. We don't really have that. We have 50 separate state elections that elect electors, and then the electors, they vote in December according to, or they're supposed to vote according to the way that their state voted for president. So we really have 50 separate elections, one in each state. So yes, all politics are local. All elections 
are local, is what I meant to say. But that's all I'll say about that. I don't like to get too political on this show. Okay, recently, a listener called in a great voicemail. So if you want to call in a voicemail message, 210-646-1727 is the number. 210-646-1727. You can leave a message of three minutes or less, and I'll put you on the show. Comment, unless you tell me specifically not to put you on the show. So here's a good call. I finally got, you know, every once in a while I get calls from people who are more liberal in their political thinking. And here's here's a voicemail from someone who's liberal in their political thinking but likes guns. Hey, I wanted to say hi and uh, thank you for your podcast. I am a new listener. My name's Charles. I live in Austin, Texas. Uh, moved here from California just over two years ago. Uh, lived there for five years and grew up in New York City. Uh, I have never been anti gun. Uh, I owned my first uh, in probably 2012. Uh, it was a Rossi match pack. Uh, 22LR with a 410 barrel, both of them single shot. But uh, at the time in New York, I had to keep it at my uh, ex's parents' house. Uh, and that was the only time that we could drive up there and shoot it. Uh, when I bought my home here in uh, Austin, uh, I decided to purchase a handgun for the first time. Uh, I ended up getting a Smith & Wesson SDVE 9mm, uh, upgrading the trigger kit, uh, the return spring, uh, and uh, kind of was addicted from there. So since then, I've gotten two more handguns and uh, just picked up a Ruger 1022. Uh, so I wanted to say about the Ruger platform that that is gun that changed my mind on uh, what I used to think of as common sense regulations being from uh, New York and California. I had no clue that uh, all it took to turn something from a uh, 22 caliber long rifle into something that looks an awful lot like uh, what I used to think was an assault rifle. but in actuality, it's just a tactical upgrade, uh, is to purchase a, a new stock and, and a scope on the Internet and swap them out. So uh, since then, I've upgraded my 1022 with a fast defense stock, uh, the UAS R10, uh, alongside a red dot, uh, red dot flashlight combo, and uh, it's got that folding stock, which makes it an ideal home defense Backup, uh, something that my girlfriend can use if I ask her to. Uh, I take it to the bathroom and uh, protect my daughter while I uh, carry my Mossberg 12 gauge and uh, one of my sidearms. So I uh, just wanted to say hey and thanks. And uh, not all of us liberals are as uh, close-minded on the subject of guns as uh, as you might. 
Okay, Charles, thanks for calling in that voicemail. I'm going to respond to his voicemail here in just a minute. But let me remind you that Ben Branham and I are teaching Beyond Concealed Carry. Now, we've changed this class, and there are a lot of new gun owners. So if you're a relatively new shooter, and even if you've never taken a class before, you're going to get a lot out of uh, our class. You're going to get two instructors for the price of one. You'll get both myself and Ben Branham right here in San Antonio, September 19th and 20th. Right here in the great state of Texas, in San Antonio. We are going to be doing more classes outside of San Antonio coming soon. Probably in Dallas and Houston. We need hosts in in other cities. So, if you're in another city, even if it's outside of Texas, and you want Ben and I to come, or just one of us, uh, depends on depends on what can be afforded, how many people are signing up. We'd be happy to come out. And, um, and do some training for you. Either one day or two day. We'll customize it. If you want to be a host for our training. A host means you're going to get two free spots in the class. One for yourself. One for somebody else. We're going to need you to help us find a shooting range. Promote the class and things like that. But you get to come train with us or, or one of us for a couple of days. So let me know. Email me handgunworld at gmail.com. Uh, drop me a voicemail, 210-646-1727, if you want us to come out to your class or your your city. Beyond Concealed Carry, it, we called it that because a lot of people go out and just get their concealed carry license. But then what do you do? That's not really training. We will start from how to draw the gun safely and easily from the holster. We'll start at doing that. And I'm telling you, everybody needs practice on drawing their gun out of their holster. And then getting the first couple hits on target. We're going to start with that. We're going to make sure that you are good, first of all, at drawing the gun in a reasonable time and putting a couple shots on target. This is not going to be a real super duper tactical cool guy or cool gal class. This is going to be an everyday person's approach to something beyond concealed carry, how to defend yourself with a handgun. Now, most of you know Ben Branham has a lot of good military experience. He's been in gunfights before. He's also been in the civilian world for a long time teaching. So he's going to kind of bring that perspective. I'm going to bring the everyday guy who's been doing this uh, almost 15 years now. I'm going to bring that perspective to the class. And sometimes Ben and I, we disagree on a couple things, but that's okay. You get to see how both of us will perform a certain drill or, or approach self-defense with a handgun in a slightly different way, then you can choose. You can choose to do it whichever way that you like. If you check out some of our Shooters Club videos, or even if you go to YouTube and look at some of our videos on YouTube, you'll see that we don't always agree on things. So, talking about the class, September 19th and 20th, you can go to handgunworld.com, get signed up for that. Once again, if you want us to come to your city, let us know. And uh, email me at handgunworld.com. Okay, Charles talked about the fact that that he came from liberal places uh, that are relatively anti-gun, like New York City and California. By the way, I was born in New York City, but of course, I wasn't raised there. I was raised in Wisconsin, so I, I call Wisconsin my home state. So... Anyway, he was he, he's from New York and California, but he realized he's he's realized that simply just adding or replacing accessories uh, 
on something as simple as a 1022 you know makes people think oh it's an assault rifle and you know what Charles I gotta say I'm glad you brought that point up because I don't really think that politicians in anti-gun states I don't think that they really believe that by changing a couple of accessories on a rifle for example makes it an assault rifle I don't think they believe that I think they know better I think it's just a it's a political ploy it's a tool it's a it's a way of trying to make an argument to to get their way and they scare the snot out of average citizens who who are gun ignorant who don't know and when I say ignorant I don't mean ignorant as an as an insult ignorant typically means lack of knowledge they just they scare people who have lack of knowledge about guns and I, and I think it's a tactic. It's nothing but a political strong-arm tactic that anti-gunners use, Charles. And perhaps those were the people that you used to be listening to. So I'm really glad, Charles, that you called in this, um, this voicemail. And congratulations on your handgun purchases. Congratulations on, on joining the, uh, the marvelous Second Amendment supporters and your right to defend yourself. And um, and you're right to to take arms up against tyranny. And folks, if uh, if you don't think that we don't have tyranny going on right now all over the world, then you're sleeping. I'm sorry. I just it's just the way it is. I mean, how many of you can throw your hand up in the air right now and say, "Yep, I understand. We have tyranny going on." I hope you do, because. I certainly do. I'll stand up and be counted. Now, does it mean I'm going to start taking arms up against the tyranny? Not necessarily, but if I have to, would I? I'll let you decide. I'm not going to be speaking too much publicly about that. I am a peaceful, loving person. I believe in peace. I'm a Christian. I'm a man of faith. I believe in peace. Okay? I I believe in loving your neighbor as yourself, as, as my Lord teaches I am going to say this though. I also believe in self-defense. I don't believe that self-defense is against Christianity. A lot of people like to make that ridiculous argument. And they like to say, well, if you're such a strong Christian, you should be against owning a gun. No, that's not the case at all. That's not the case at all. I don't think there's anything wrong about wanting to defend yourself and and to defend your freedom. Um, You know, I mean, Jesus said... If you know me, you'll know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And uh, I believe in telling the truth. And so, folks, I don't think that there's anything wrong with self-defense. And the Second Amendment applies to everybody. It, it, no matter what political political belief you are, whether you call yourself conservative, whether you call yourself liberal, whether you call yourself libertarian, independent, somewhere in between the the right or the left or whatever and no matter what color you are whether you're white whether you're black Asian Native American Indian Jewish whatever whatever you are the Second Amendment applies to you it applies it's a human right so Charles uh, welcome welcome to the club and uh, we need to preserve these rights I like to believe that what I do helps preserve the rights. So if you support this show, you're also helping a, a, a big Second Amendment voice right now. That And I've been doing this uh, for 11 years. So 
Join our Shooters Club. Ben, Brandon, and I, we've worked very, very hard to put up over 80 videos and about 15 special audio podcasts on the Shooters Club. And for only $8 a month, you can have access to all of those. Think about that. 8 bucks a month, you got access to 80 videos, over 15 customized videos and pod, I mean, uh, customized audio podcasts. You know, that's 100 episodes of stuff, and we're putting more and more on there. And I'm going to be setting up a Patreon account pretty soon, too, and putting some more material on there, especially for those of you that start listening to me and my family again on today's survival show. There'll be a Patreon account associated with that. So come to our class. Support us that way. By the way, this September class is half full. Ben and I, we, we have a maximum number of students. I won't give out that number, but we have a maximum. And we will stop registrations once we get to that maximum. We want students to have a good experience. We don't want you to be in a class too big and not get personal instruction. You will get good personal instruction. Talk to anybody who's taken a class with us. They will tell you that. So we're halfway there. We're halfway to calling this class full. So don't procrastinate anymore. Go to handgunworld.com. Right there in the menu, you'll see Beyond Concealed Carry, September 19th and 20th in San Antonio or in your town coming up if you get a hold of me and let me know that you wish to be one of our hosts. If you can't make a class, can't afford a class, the Shooters Club is the next best thing. You can sign up, ShootersClubMembers.com. Check the show notes for everything that I'm talking about right now. So once again, thank you, Charles, for calling in this voicemail. I'd like to get more like this from all of you out there who listen. Getting back to buying ammunition, I want to close with with the main topic of this episode again, and that is ammunition. You can never have enough of it. Um, You need to have... I, I, let me just say this again. I would say a thousand rounds of your primary handgun caliber and another thousand rounds of your primary rifle caliber. My personal opinion, I think that's a minimum. And, you know, I've talked so much about the thousand round trigger job, giving your gun a thousand round trigger job. In other words, shooting it a thousand rounds before you make any modifications and train with it for a thousand rounds. John Payne and I were talking about this last week in the in the latest episode when we were talking about the Glock 44 and 22 caliber. A great practice gun if you end up picking one of those up. Or M&Ps make a good 22. A lot of different manufacturers make a good 22. I have an Advantage Arms 22 uh, conversion kit for my Glock 19, which I shot in competition a couple weeks ago to try to conserve some of my primary ammo. And, uh, you know, it, I would say it's not a bad idea to have 500 to 1,000 rounds of 22 caliber also. Pretty good idea. Pretty good prepping idea and a pretty good idea from a training standpoint. So, don't stop buying ammunition. With all that said, uh, that brings me to a close on this episode. If you've never given this show a rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, give me a rating and preferably even write up a quick short review. 
and uh, and put that on iTunes or wherever whatever software that you use or application that you use to get your podcast. I'd uh, I'd appreciate that very much. And I'll bring this to a close. I just want to say thanks again for listening. I'm Bob Main. You've listened to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast, a practical show done by a practical guy. So remember, shoot straight, shoot safe, read your Bible every day, and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.